Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast, a podcast that focuses on marketing tips, trends, and techniques for marketers and advertisers by industry experts, influencers, and insiders. Follow along with us on social media at handle AdSemble. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E. Also, join our Ad Hero community on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Ad Hero. All right, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Hero Podcast. It's your host, Eris Rivers, along with uh, your other heroes. I'm Gio Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Olivieri. Right on. And this is episode four. Quack four! four. And hero. And what is unique about today's podcast? I see a camera focused on us right now. Oh, yeah. That's correct. Yeah. You are correct, sir. What is that uh, in reference to, Gino? Uh, well, we are trying to expand our horizons and our reach when it comes to getting in touch with Ad Symbol. And one of the ways that we're doing it is actually through YouTube and taking advantage of their streaming service or their streaming, I guess, uh, oh, yeah. portal. So, so there's that. And uh, I'll probably go live on Instagram uh, in like a little while. This is good for our listeners. How? Because some people might not know this. This took me a minute to figure this out. How many minutes can you live stream on Instagram? It's almost like a pop quiz. Definitely not as long as one of our podcast episodes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Do you happen to know the answer to that? I do not know the answer. Not a full-on answer to that. Okay. You know, we've uh, we've experimented with live streaming. Uh, we're doing a story on Instagram. And I think we probably one cut off. Oh, no, longer than that. I, I think we got booted probably 10 or 15. Oh, one minute is what you can do a video post. Yeah, I think so. Right? Think one, minute one minute is what you can do post. a video post. If you, if you live stream on Instagram, yeah, I think they give you like 10 or 15 minutes. You know what? We're going to – if any of our listeners out there knows the definitive answer on that, throw, throw that in the comments. Help us out. Please right? let us know. Yeah, please yeah. let us know because we want to keep growing and that we want to be on all these platforms. That's correct. Okay. And uh, also, if you are just so happen to be on YouTube right now, you can actually go to the live chat and ask us or tell us the answer right now oh that's <laughs> right oh that's People right can interact with us is that that's is, right is that the same thing as the comments section because that's uh uh that's it's not the place. same thing as the comment section no it, oh, okay, it, it's good. not you can actually lot i've actually done it before with someone i like follow and, and it's pretty cool you can you can ask the question and then they can answer it right back right then and there oh, kind of okay. like how you can on uh, instagram live that's amazing right that now. um Probably will save our feelings because when you give somebody some time, sit there and read like a your video oh, and type. Right, no. <laughs> those trollers stay out of the stay out of the comment section, man. So we had a pretty <laughs> rousing discussion last week on influencer marketing. Um, had a lot of great feedback from people on that episode. I thank think we you. influenced some people. I think to we do... influenced some some feedback. Uh, thank you for everyone that <laughs> did connect with us about that topic. What's going to be our topic for this week, Arish? You know, today, um, and I'm really happy you bring it up because it just reminded me of something I want to go and get. Um, I do a little thing called Wines Day, right? So every Wednesday, I uh, go out and grab myself a little bottle of wine to enjoy with dinner with my wife. And so today's topic is about um, direct mail. Direct mail advertising. Okay, so uh, there's a whole lot in direct mail advertising that we're going to get into for you listeners. Uh, 
still a huge industry. Uh, people are still sending flyers, sending coupons, sending things. But does it work? Is it effective? Right? Uh, what are some best practices? Question. Right? What are some effective uh, ways that if you choose to do direct mail mm-hmm. for your small business that you can optimize, maximize your ROI, stuff like that, right? So we got a lot of talking points on that. But before I get into that, I think uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that today's just getting to this podcast today was a little bit of an adventure in and <laughs> of itself. As you can see. In and of itself. A little bit so, of yeah. yeah, we did some upgrades. Gino, can you tell our listeners just what have we been going through today to arrive at this podcast recording right now? Well, uh, our leader here – uh, Matthew has uh, took it upon himself to upgrade this podcast because of the feedback and so forth that we're getting and the growth. Very grateful. Thank Very you. grateful with these awesome microphones, uh, along with poppers. <laughs> Not the drug, but uh, <laughs> but uh, pop stands. Pop I, it's filters. been a while. Pop filters. It's a been a while filter. since I've been in audio. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, you know, it's and you, Arish, have been all day trying to hook all this up and, <laughs> and make sure that it sounds crisp and clear and, and, and professional. And it's just one thing after another. But you know what? That's just the life of being an AV. That's just how it rolls. I would say you know? it's uh, AV marketing. You know, it's life, man. It's yeah. not one thing. It's, it's just interesting how you can just bypass cables and go and you know make your own rigs. And it's just like, hey, it, it works. That's just how it does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say this is fairly Mickey Mouse today and that we got it put together. Right. It's working well. Um, just so you guys know, I'm better than this. This is just technology not agreeing with us because that's how it's supposed to work. It's not supposed to work the first time. <laughs> right, and the listeners can't see that. The listeners can only hear us talking, but if you're watching us on the live stream right now, you would see that on our table here, our round table where we're having this podcast, there's three state-of-the-art mics, multiple computers. I mean, we've been at work, Erish specifically, all day on this, trying to plug different ones in. We bought a USB multi-hub thing. I don't know. It's just uh, who would have thunk it? This is pretty hard to hook up three microphones. Yeah, yeah well, it's, I'm going to blame it on Apple. <laughs> yeah, they're an easy scapegoat. But also, another thing our users um, and our listeners and everyone can't see uh, is as we talk about direct mail. Hey, Matthew, would you mind handing me that mailer you held up a little bit ago? See, this is a real life example. You're the mailman. You're handing this to me, putting it in my mailbox, and this is for Total Wine for summer celebrations. I'm gonna hold on to this. Yes, <laughs> that's why you wanted it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Transitioning back to the topic at hand for our listeners, direct mail. Um, so literally yesterday I went to my mailbox and, of course, I pulled out a stack of these things. Um, and, you know, my first thought, my first organic thought is where's the recycling bin? Yep. <laughs> uh, right? There is nothing. There's nothing of importance in here. Um, it is just tons and tons of coupons and mailers. Where's the recycling but then having thought of the Ad Hero podcast and kind of our mission and our charge with this podcast to enlighten our listeners and, and uh, help people learn and grow in different avenues and things about advertising, I kind of paused and did a double take and I said, you know what? This could be a very interesting subject matter to kind of talk about on the show. Mm. And uh, specifically, I, uh, Zoom Pizza is another one I just I have in my hands right here. It's got this really colorful – picture of these two for people that are not able to see this aren't watching us on the live stream 
uh, this uh, this couple laying on a slices of pizza in the water, and it says Pizza Dice. Greetings from Pizza Dice, where the price delights and the taste is out of sight. I like that. It even rhymes. Oh, wow. You can rhyme that. It even like rhymes. Beat, Rhyme you know. time. Good job, Pizza Zoom. Yeah, Zoom pizza. pizza. Yeah, good job, Pizza Zoom. <laughs> so, anyways, again, uh, uh, I just wanted to get into this, but you know, you know, when you go to your mailbox and you grab a pile of these things, like I see stuff in here for Safeway. Your local grocer. I see things in here for organize your closet and car washes and you know this, that, and the other thing. What's your hot take on on, <laughs> on direct mail? Are you a fan? You just are you, you just, a fan? You just spoke to the uh, correct person here. Uh, I I just became a fan, and okay. for years too, I used to just toss this away. But you know, like as life changes and budgets increase and then you know children and family increase and 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 so forth uh these actually become pretty good to use and let me just show you just really quick what i do Do uh so okay so here we got lucky we got safeway we even got my new favorite sprouts which just opened up down the street from me uh so now i got two locations uh in my neighborhood and so what i do is Okay, so I go through and I, and I figure out what I need for my kitchen, and I'm like, okay, well, I need the rice, I need the, I need the, uh, uh, well, actually, the critical things are milk, butter, and eggs. Okay, and I try to see what, what's the best deal and what I can get the most bang for my buck. Not the cheapest, just you know what what can I get more of for a less cost. You can really stretch your budget. Sure. That's stretch right. Your dollars. And so instead of just writing a list and then going to picking a store out. And figuring out, okay, well, I'll, I'll get this here. To the no, look, I do all the shopping at home, mm. and then I go to the store, and then I, uh, if I don't shop online, and then I uh, pick everything out here, and I know strategically exactly where to go, what to do, and what exactly, and an estimation of how much it will be uh, before helpful. I even step into the grocery store. That is really helpful. As, and, then I, like, and I just. And I just did this for the first time uh, about probably three weeks ago. And th- what ended up happening was I went to Target. Uh, I, was, I was supposed to go to Target, Safeway, Lucky, and Sprouts. I know, oh, spreading it all out. Lot. But but Lucky has really changed. By the way, see your marketing. Lucky's really changed their uh, brand up and in, from inside <laughs> the store and out. So it's actually, they've actually kind done, of done a whole better. brand refresh. Brand refresh. I still remember that lady with the red hair on TV in the commercial. Oh, she had the short, annoying. You know, I'm sorry. Oh, she was like, well, I was, was one of those kids. I would say she was memorable to me. She, yeah, definitely she encompassed memorable. my childhood only because, right. like, there was always a Lucky's commercial, and my childhood involved a lot of, like, running from the cops from Lucky's grocery stores and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Skateboards. We'll get into um, that well, in a different But you know podcast. what? Well, you, real quick, though. Yeah. Just, just to finish up, uh, I ended up spending an hour at Target because I didn't have anything prepared other than I had a couple things I was going to go for, but it wasn't exactly planned. I was going to be at Target, you know, and, and then I spent over an hour there and I, because I found some good deals, you know, but nothing was planned out. But then later on I dropped Safeway and I just ended up going to Lucky and Sprouts and everything I got, I was in and out in less than 30 minutes and under, under budget. Yeah. It was great, and so these worked for me. But let me let me ask Arish a different question about this same topic because he's also a father, uh, also has a family, also has to be budget minded. I mean, when I'm looking at all these different things, chicken, you know, four ninety, uh, you know, bacon here, four ninety nine for a twenty four ounce pack, 
uh, ice cream, you know, this, that, and other thing. I mean, digital coupons. Mm -hmm. Isn't it more convenient to have these things pop up on your phone in a single device that you already have in your pocket versus fumbling through all of this paper, which, by the way, don't even get me into the environmental (laughs) impact of all of this stuff because I'm extremely environmentally conscious about all that, right? Fumbling through all this, having to cut stuff out and bring in a stack of stuff with you for them to scan at the checkout. Isn't it more convenient to just have all this digitally load on your phone? Like you go to Mm lucky.com, Sprouts, you go to these stores, you opt in, and then you just can even select milk, eggs, butter, the things that you routinely want. Or is this more about the experience of being turned on to something new you didn't know you might want or need? You know, um, if and disclaimer, if Mr. Steal Your Girl of Apps is out there, here's a free idea, man. I mean, because personally, I would love it if I could get like a push notification, like an SMS that just said, hey, um, you know, Lucky's has this deal, get up to a certain amount off of yep. things, go through here and select Things that them. I really like. Yeah, like maybe even a drop down where you can go in and before right. you get to the store, click, 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 what yep. do I want? And then imagine this, you show up to the store with just like this QR code, just like when you go to the theater right. and you give your tickets. Right. And you just pop that sucker at the thing, boop. That's done and done. Yeah. Well, let me just That's not a book of coupons and like somebody fumbling and dropping stuff. Well, let me just bring in something real quick. A lot of these stores, if not all of them, don't require you having coupons. Now they do have coupons, and they actually have coupons the the these actually in the stores as well. But I didn't use one coupon when I went shopping, and I still got the discount. Yeah, because. The sales that and again. What's that, the uh, point? Take, because these are these That's are talking my about, argument. What because, is the point? Because these are talking about the sales that they're having, and and uh, you know, I mean, well, that's basically it. Just the sales that they're having, and then of course, getting themselves advertised that you know they're in your neighborhood. Well, All right. So see, then we go back to the idea of why can we do this electronically? Now, granted, uh, the electronic thing, the digital aspect, is way easier, much less waste. Not everybody is going to opt in. I get it. Sure. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm always a proponent of having some level of analog because, you know, if the lights go out, man, lights go out, man. That's just it. Right. Um, but still, for something like this, when it's it's not a left field, oh, my gosh, I have to take advantage of this type of thing. I mean, this happens like every week. Well, okay. Now, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's actually touch upon that, right? Okay. Because for the people that are big proponents of the direct mail space – you know, companies that sell this kind of advertising, brands that are spending billions of dollars. And by the way, here's a here's a quick uh, fact. I looked this up before the podcast today. The direct mail industry is an eleven billion dollar industry in two thousand nineteen. That's eleven a billion with a B. Okay, so it's not going away anytime soon. It is on the decline, right? Several mm-hmm. of the sites that I researched. All stated that direct mail is definitely on the decline year over year, but it's not going away overnight, right? There are still people that are, you know, tried and true, like they are going to spend money. I'm talking brands Mm -hmm. are going to spend money in this space. So to your point about digital clutter, if I may call it that, okay, digital clutter. It's a good thing to call it, yeah. I think, and this connects to... The billboard space, this connects to other things that we personally work in, but things that we just observe in our our lives, right? I think one reason why a brand would still advocate to do this, even if they're not thinking you're going to bring the coupon in, 
mm-hmm. is it's another impression being made about the brand Safeway, Sprouts, Zoom Pizza, Total Wine, okay? And all of these brands, what are they trying to do? They're trying to capture your subconscious for that precious five seconds. Now, I mentioned earlier in the podcast how I went to my mailbox, routine thing, reached inside, pulled all this out, and my inclination was to take it to the recycling bin. Mm -hmm. But before I did that, I did thumb through it all. And it did make an impression. The Total Wine one made an impression on me. The Zoom Pizza made an impression on me. I saw the brand. I acknowledged what they were saying to me. Now, I wasn't interested in that time and space to literally like order a pizza or go buy a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. But to to the point of the message, it was something that did get my attention because I was in a routine act of my life, which is checking my mailbox. Well, I have a question there. Yeah. Would you say that it's – do you think it's fair to say that uh, direct mailers are probably one of the most cost-efficient forms of mass advertising. That's what the, that is what the data showed. As I did, uh, as I've been doing some of this uh, research here in, in in preparation for this podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, things on a lot of these different sources that are quoting this information as saying that even though it is on the decline, a lot of brands view it as a pretty low threshold thing. If you, especially if you buy in bulk, if you mm-hmm. deliver it to a very large scale amount of people, by comparison to other advertising channels that are out there. Um, for certain industries, very cost effective, um, and it's still to this day. But I think that's a critical thing: is certain industries thrive better than others. So if you're a small business listening to this episode right now on the podcast, right, maybe we can go down the list, just have a roundtable discussion here, um, and throw some industries out there. And I just want to get your guys' opinion: Do you think it'd be a good one for direct mail or not? So All let right. me, in no particular order, Gino. Uh, a local sports team selling tickets to games. Do you think that they would be a good candidate for direct mail? And this is like this is going to be like a hot take. So just <laughs> real simple, yes or no? Yes. I mean, oh, by the way, real quick to your point, direct mail appeals to a mass audience. Mm. Okay. Okay. I have no, more to say it, on that. It, but it, it, going to it's the, nothing uh, marketed. I know you, you got to get the argument in there, but no, but it does <laughs> appeal to the mass audience. Fact. Okay. Because because it's. You can't pick who's gonna who's gonna get it right because it's it just who's they ever just mail it out to everyone in the, in the post in the well in, in the, the postal codes. code and zip codes yeah. that you define exactly yeah. okay so you're saying yes sports teams would be a good candidate for someone to do direct mail like advertising the, the player the game something like that a schedule something like that yeah schedule just something simple okay yeah all right yeah. okay let me uh, let me come let me just conjure up a completely different different one. Um, Arish, the bail bond industry, <laughs> do you think they would be a good candidate for direct mailers? Yes, I, I do think they would be. Um, mm. because as it is, uh, there are two. a lot of states, yeah, uh, a lot of states who actually put a lot of different like cockamamie rules on advertising for bail bonds. Okay, and the ads have to look a certain way, uh, your license number has to be so big, whatever it is, and you just can't do all of that with some channels. Okay. Uh, for example, if you're advertising a bail bond company on a billboard, you know, you're not going to want to make sure that one item is bigger than the other. No, you want the name of your company to be a big Huge. Thing. Right. You know? Okay. All right. Uh, now, that was two kind of service-based things, right? Mm-hmm. Like an, ex- an entertainment experience and, and uh, you know, a service someone would need. Let me toss one at you. All right. Hit me with it. An auto dealership. Yes. 
Yes, okay. I think an auto dealership also uh, can utilize a form like this to highlight car, uh, like Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Big, big, huge opportunity there. Fourth uh, of July, end of year clearance sales, stuff like that. Absolutely, absolutely. I think they'd be a winner for that. Uh, here's now. Here's maybe one a little bit more different, completely different area. A technology company promoting an app. No, I don't. Good think use so. for direct mail. I. I mean, I guess you could always say depends, but uh, I, on the general side of things, probably not. Okay. Probably not. Any reason why? Any particular reason why? I mean, don't apps, aren't they always marketed towards a certain group? You know, like aren't, aren't apps like, I mean, there's an app for everything. I just heard that there's an app for diapers yesterday. I might need to find that. <laughs> you might need to find that, yeah. Right, well, then I have a question digging into the, uh, the internet uh, company. Uh, what about like internet security? Like if it was like a Norton. Ah, see now you're talking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then you know something like that could work. Okay. All right. Uh, so I think I, I, what I'm hearing is out of those five quick examples right there, four four yeses, one no, so one yeah. maybe depends. Right. Yeah. Ten to yeah. point depends. <laughs> so I think that I think the point is that um, there's still. A lot of brands out there. And here's some other kind of obvious good good choices. Real estate. I mean, I oh, get yeah. those inserts yeah. all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Real, so real estate industry is still big for this. Uh, dentist. Pizza. No brainer. I mean, pizza. I mean, half the stack mm-hmm. in my hands right here are pizza advertisements from Domino's, Pizza Hut, Zoom Pizza, etc. Okay. Um, community thing. You know, local community announcements, things like that. So as we're talking about it right now. There's actually a lot of application yeah, good uses for direct mail still. And and let me put it's a little bit shocking. A personal a, disclaimer out there. I was actually going to come to this podcast trying to like be against it maybe a little bit. Yeah. Just like as eh, you think about well, it. But as I think about it, I'm like, yeah, well, actually. Well, let me put it out I there. Like, correct. I, I definitely am like annoyed at these these things. Right. But mm-hmm. I do find it time saving mm. with this little system that I've created okay. for myself. But then there's a lot of things in here like alarm systems. Okay. I, I, I don't need one. Right. Uh, uh, roofing. Okay. I definitely don't need that. So, but in a way, I guess my question would be to you guys, why don't you, or how is it that the direct mail is actually linked to billboard advertising? Well, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I would not necessarily argue that it is uh, because there's some brands that are not going to do a billboard, but they're going to do direct mail. Which, I think, I think it confuses I, me. Well, I, I mean that that could be a that could be an opportunity that they're missing out on. Right. I think I think a a different type of question could be just consistency overall, right? And brand mm-hmm. consistency. So on a previous podcast, you know, we really harped on the importance of if you have a small business, how I think it was a Spider Man uh, podcast. Yeah, about, yeah, how do you make sure that everywhere a, a, a potential customer sees your brand, they see the same experience, they see the same kind of thing, right? And so with Zoom Pizza, like they actually did do a huge billboard campaign to complement this direct mail effort. And I could say just from living in the area where I've seen their brand, it's been a very consistent message, right? It's been very playful, yeah. the logo the same, you know, the experience the same. So I think in terms of, you know, consistency of branding and design best practices, if you're going to choose to do direct mail, for your brand, for your business, that's going to be key. Like take a look at all the places that you're putting your brand out there 
and make sure that that story is ubiquitous. Would you have a hot take on that, Ersh? I absolutely think that, I mean, you, you touched on something that's so important is by having it be just one component of your marketing. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's direct mailing is a tactic. Um, uh, you know, digital marketing is a tactic. Out of home advertising is a tactic. So to rely on one thing too much is going to is just going to cripple you or just, you know, bleed your wallet uh, to the point of Zoom Pizza. Um, you know, in my area, I, I think I even saw them on TV. Right. But uh, I had that. I had like a radio ad that I heard. Saw the van driving around. Right. I got the mailer. Right. And uh, we had even reached out to to some of their team at one point. Yeah. yeah. Um, a few different times. <laughs> yeah. Saw the billboard, you know, and I'm like, damn, these guys are, are absolutely everywhere. So I'm very well aware that Zoom Pizza is there, but there's actually a piece of the messaging that I feel that hasn't been driven home for me. What is it? And it's the that that like no brick and mortar. We are like a delivery, the Uber of pizza. Right. Meal. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've they, actually missed that. Is that on this mailer? Do you see anything about? No, that? I um. Let me see this really quickly here. We're gonna do this in real time. No, there is there is to me when I look at this personal flyer when I look at this flyer to me personally, I get no messaging that these guys are entirely like a delivery truck that comes to your house and cooks the pie right outside your house. Is that what that is? Yes. That's their <laughs> See, entire no. That's their yeah. entire thing. That's amazing. Like how cool would that be? I like, mean I was, it's, it's a small novelty thing that like hey you guys were outside this, and you boom fresh pie. I, I think, this whole I think, time I was like looking for like a Zoom pizza store. Yeah, there is no Zoom pizza stores. Yeah, I think that's the key thing. There is no Zoom pizza store. Uh they don't necessarily, you know, always come right outside your house and cook it. I think you order on the app as I understand it. And wherever the truck is, mm-hmm. they receive the order, they start to bake the order, and then the truck comes to your house and drops it off, right? Oh, wow. That's my understanding of it. And I've heard – I've read their story because I've seen their because I've seen their advertising. I got interested in learning a little more. But interestingly, nothing on their advertising. I wonder why they did have decided to not do that. Uh, maybe the model's changing? I Maybe. Who knows? But I think, uh, yeah, again, the point is in terms of design best practices and stuff like that – Colorful, bright, something that really grabs your attention when you're when you're thumbing through it. Oh yeah, and and, the, and bringing that message home, what what the service is all about. And they're super consistent about everything: the red, the white text, the the yellow offer, pretty much that they've always had. Right. Um. So that consistency has been key for them because I no longer have to look at the entire thing. I, right. I see, you know, half a second of whatever's in front of me. I'm like, oh, that's Zoom Pizza. So as we have but a couple minutes left here, guys, what is our kind of hot take on uh, direct mail? Sounds like we're all kind of uh, in favor of it. So I think that direct mail, um, if anyone ever came up to me and said, hey, how can direct mail help my business? Eh. First thing I'm going to tell them is, you know, it's probably one of the cheapest forms of reaching. uh, I don't want to say cheap. uh, Inexpensive forms. Right. Efficient. Yeah. Of reaching a massive audience. But something that I had learned fairly recently was, uh, and I, I kind of equate this, so this is where we can kind of see um, a little less than apples to oranges argument between billboards and direct mailing, is how you kind of have a little bit of this spray and pray happening. You can target by zip codes, but you can't really drill down. Right. There's that lack of, um, and there's totally the possibility to do this, by the way, list building and targeting that list. Yeah. Otherwise, the best you have is, uh, we're going to hit this zip code, which is in a residential area, and hopefully there are a lot of families, so right. we're going to just send them huggy stuff or whatever. Right. And 
I didn't realize, you know, as we have our platform open display, uh, which is unique in the sense that it really does solve that, you know, like proverbial last mile of for advertising. Right. You get big companies who put stuff out there. Right. Um, but then you can go ahead and, and get that done. I found out that these huge companies just use these these uh, services where they just like, here's two million dollars. I don't care. Just get it out. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, uh, to Gino's point earlier, I think it's. I think what I want to just say is there is a little bit of a stigma that it's an old school fashioned way of advertising for the no- younger, newer marketing generation coming up who are being tasked with decision making, like where should we put our brand? Where are we going to do this? I think it's an efficient way to get your message out there. Again, spray and pray tactic, as Eric said. But the stigma of people picking these out of their mailbox, like my own the other day, is this is messy. This is old school. I can get these coupons on my phone. So yes, I'm exposed to the brand. Me personally, not a huge, massive fan of it from that other perspective. Gino, hot take. Real quick, if you're going to be doing direct mail, you should also be doing a billboard. And that's our fifth shameless plug for our own service. We promise in future episodes there will be less of that, guys. We're not just here to pump our own stuff, right? We really want to bring uh, value to the podcast on all levels of what we talk to. Hey, last week we did promise we were going to – in the final two minutes we have here, a really fast update for our MCU audience fans. This last week was Comic-Con in San Diego. Disney Plus is going to be coming in November. And this, the super interesting thing is future Marvel movies – we're completely shifting gears here just for our audience that loves this topic like we do. Future Marvel, Marvel movies like the new Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. there will be character interactions in the film that you will not know about unless you watch this series right. on oh, Disney+. Plus. Like right. you won't know why uh, you know, so-and-so is in that film unless you watch the 10-episode series on Disney+. Plus. Almost – Forcing you to get Disney Plus oh, yeah. if you want to be up to date when you go see the feature films. What do you guys think about that? Take my seven bucks, Disney. Let's do it. <laughs> Gino, yeah, thank yeah. you. Eris, what do you think? I hate seconds. you for this Disney, but I'm going to do it too. Like, oh, it's oh, evil genius stuff. It is. <laughs> it is. Here's this thing you're going to get. You want the uh, the part that you really want? You know? <laughs> yeah, the Mouse House added again. I have to say it's a pretty brilliant move. Uh, they can have my money too. I will be subscribing. I hate him for it, but I love him. All right. That about does it for episode four here of Ad Hero. <laughs> we love you guys. Give us some comments. Let us know what you think. Let us know what other topics you want to hear about. Uh, and you can reach out to us on all forms of social media at Matthew Olivieri, Instagram, Twitter, the whole bit. Uh, at GG Ad Symbol. Yep, and I'm the man in the chair. Just reach me at handle Ad Symbol. I'm there. Right. Next time, guys. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to another episode of the Ad Hero Podcast. If you like what you hear, please share with a friend, family member, or a weird coworker down the hallway. We're easy to reach if you want to get in touch with us on social media at Handle Ad Assemble. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E. Also, you can join our Ad Hero community on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Ad Hero.